into another episode of Morningside Hoops. I am joined by my cool, calm, and collected co-host, Kyle. Oh my God. Yes. How was that? That was like a mad gab. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love that so much. I'm glad. You know, it just worked. Well, I was thank just you. Fun, fantastic, uh, friendly Aaliyah. Oh, thanks. Friendly fun shell. Friendly fun shell. Oh, yeah. You're this, in a good mood today. Yeah. This is going to be good. This is going to be fun. Yeah, we have some tricks up our sleeve for we the do. episode. So we do. We do. It's always We a don't want to give it away. You literally have it up your sleeve. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but let's get into it, Aaliyah. Yep. The Columbia men's and women's basketball programs. Last weekend, the women were home for a back-to-back against Harvard and Dartmouth. The men were on the road for a back-to-back against Harvard and Dartmouth. Mm-hmm. Let's start on the women's side because that's who we're going to have on the podcast this week. We're going to be joined by Paige Lauder and Susie Raffew, uh coming up here in just a little bit. But the women's team, two two nice victories at home. I think everybody, the Friday night game was, everybody was looking to that. You know, we can't mm-hmm. say it beforehand, but after the fact, we can say the Friday night game against Harvard, uh, 82-70, Columbia victory was tied at halftime. Columbia yep. took big, big first quarter lead, tied at halftime, and, you know, came out with a pretty, I'd say, fairly convincing, uh, fairly convincing victory there against mm-hmm. Harvard by 12 points, uh, led by four double-figure scorers. The leading scorer being Cecilia Collins, twenty points, another twenty point game for her. She, she, I tell you, yeah. she's she's coming on nicely. Uh, she had uh, six assists in that game. Abby right behind her with nineteen points, and need to do the brunt of the damage when you have four in uh, double figures. And then right behind Abby, Kitty with eighteen points on on a seven of nine shooting performance. And not to be forgotten, Fliss Henderson, best. Yep. Statistical performance of the year, season high thirteen points, season high eight rebounds. Also had four assists, a block, and a steal. Filled up the sh- filled up the stat sheet. Right after coming on our podcast, we called this. We did, you know. I think we gave her that confidence. No, there was one play. It was Kitty to Fliss, I think, or vice versa, and drained a three. And I, I like looked over. I think Fliss hit it. Yeah, yeah. Assisted first quarter. By, yep, assisted by Kitty. And I was yep. just like, we just talked about this. We did. We did. So, we can add it to the tally. Yes. You can add it to the assist tally. Uh, and then they came back the next night with a pretty fairly convincing win against a Dartmouth team. Obviously, uh, Dartmouth likes to slow the game down, play a little more scrappy. Uh, they were able to impose their will a little bit in the first half and keep it you know, it, it, I think it was a nine or an eleven point game at halftime, but mm-hmm. Columbia with a huge third quarter uh, really rolled to victory, led by as many as thirty. Uh, so the Lions stand still and sec- actually now a sole possession of second place in the Ivy League standings with how things shook out over the weekend at six and one, uh, and they have Brown this Friday night at home to close out a three game homestand before they play five of the last six on the road. Wow. Uh, the men's basketball team in a jam-packed Ivy League uh, men's basketball standings. They went on the road last week. Unfortunately, Aaliyah were up 20 against Harvard in the Friday night game, but mm-hmm. could not hold on. It was a really exciting finish. Uh, Columbia did have some opportunities at the end of that game, even after Harvard had come back to still come out with the victory. Mm-hmm. Uh, but honestly, I think the response the next night yeah. against Dartmouth to go on the road and really just beat Dartmouth from start to finish. Yeah. I mean, one, it's Harvard's a hard gym to play in. I mean, the Ivy League tournament was there a few years ago and it's just a very competitive environment but then yeah they I feel like a lot of people would get down on themselves about how the performance the night before went especially in the back-to-back weekends and 
um, you know, it, they were like memories of a goldfish. They just forgot about it, moved on, and took care of business. So I think they it was, really did. It was great. And it was a huge win because Columbia, right now, as it stands in the Ivy League, remains in a tie for fourth place. They're in a three way tie right now with wow. Harvard and Brown at two and four, Penn and Dartmouth right behind them at one and five. I mean, honesty, uh, it's it's looking like every bit of a five-team race for mm-hmm. that final fourth spot uh, in the Ivy League standings. Cornell and Yale still undefeated, 6-0. Princeton right behind them at 4-2. and two. Yeah, the Lions bounce back with a big win against Dartmouth on Saturday. Really distributed scoring all around in that game for the Lions. Uh, Kenny Nolan, 13 points. Jaden Cooper, who was just passing, uh, passing through while we were recording the podcast with 12 points. Uh, Geronimo Rubio de la Rosa, 12 points. Uh, the Lions shoot nearly 50% from the field. And our trusty man, Steve Merrill, sending us all the nuggets oh, about yeah. the men's basketball team. Uh, my, You know, the most fun nugget that he sent us is that the bench is averaging 29.5 points per game, which wow. ranks number 22 in the NCAA. So the Columbia, that just shows you the distribution and the depth throughout mm-hmm. the lineup to be able to have a bench that can come in and score. And a lot of those people that I just mentioned from the Dartmouth game Kenny Nolan, 13 points. Jaden Cooper, 12 points. Those are 25 points right there off the bench. Wow. You know, and, J- and Kenny Nolan was a leading scorer in the game mm-hmm. uh, off the bench. Jake Tavaroff also had nine. Noah Robledo had eight. So, I mean, how Very many impressive. points was that yeah. in the Dartmouth game? 25 and 17. That's 42. And so they had 44. They're 72 points off the bench in the wow. Dartmouth game. So That's insane. Yeah. Really good. So the, the men's basketball team will be on the road this Saturday. The women are home Friday night, mm-hmm. and that's because... Uh, Columbia is hosting the Ivy League uh, fencing championships right here in Levy and Jim Saturday and Sunday. Yes. So if you're interested to see, if you've never seen fencing before, it should it's be exciting. really exciting. Yeah. Columbia, the Lions do have a really good fencing program, uh, but the championships will be right here in Levy and Jim Saturday and Sunday. But that does move the women's basketball game to a Friday night single game at 7 p.m. against Brown. Uh, and we are looking forward to that. It's going to be play yep. for K. We're going to yep. talk wear to you. Uh, wear your pink. Uh we're going to talk to Susie and Paige all about it. So go make yourself comfortable if you're listening to this podcast. Going to have a few ads here, a few breaks. Got to pay the bills. And uh, when we come back, we're going to have Susie and Paige on the pod. At Athletic Brewing Company, we've built America's first craft non-alcoholic brewery. We've created a lineup of award-winning non-alcoholic beers. Our beers are made with organic grains and start at only 50 calories. Athletic beers are perfect for anyone who loves being healthy and active, but also loves to enjoy a great tasting beer with friends. To give us a try, go to athleticbrewingcompany.com and use code ATHLETIC20 for 20% off your first order. JAG Physical Therapy is proud to be the official in-network physical therapy provider for Columbia University Athletics. JAG Physical Therapy treats patients of all ages and abilities, including care for general orthopedic, sports, and musculoskeletal injuries, workers' compensation cases, and Medicare patients. With over 130 facilities throughout the New Jersey, New York, and Pennsylvania area, there is sure to be a location convenient for you. Get back the life you love with JAG Physical Therapy. For more information on the services they provide or to make an appointment, visit jagpt.com. That's jagpt.com. New York Presbyterian Hospital is one of the nation's most comprehensive, integrated academic health care delivery systems dedicated to providing the highest quality, most compassionate care and service to patients in the New York metropolitan area, nationally and throughout the globe. New York Presbyterian is consistently recognized as a leader in medical education, 
groundbreaking research, and innovative patient-centered clinical care. Ranked number one in the New York metropolitan area by U.S. News and World Report and repeatedly named to the honor roll of America's best hospitals, New York Presbyterian has 10 locations in the metropolitan area. For more information, visit nyp.org today. We all know what comes with being a fan, the ups, the downs, and everything in between. Share a Coke with a friend. Coca-Cola, the official beverage of the Columbia Lions. Welcome back to this week's episode of the Morningside Hoops podcast. I'm Kyle Matrician, joined by Aaliyah Funchell. And this week, Aaliyah, we have... We have Paige Lauder, a.k.a. Sketty, in the studio, third consecutive season. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for having me back. You're of, co- of course. Thank you for joining us. Senior from Malvern, PA. Yep. One, you know, we weren't going to talk about senior day yet. We're not even close. Mm-mm. Let's not do it. <laughs> no. We won't get there. And making her Morningside Hoops podcast debut, Aaliyah Drumroll. Susanna Susie Raffiu? Raffiu. Yes. I say Raffiu. Every time I ask you, I feel like I say it slightly wrong, but... No, I feel like that's pretty Raffu. good. Yeah. Not like Raffiu or Rafu. Yeah, no, the first one's good. Rafu. <laughs> Rafu. Susie Rafu. All the way from across the pond in Ipswich, England. She's a sophomore. Susie, how are things this year? Good. Very good. First time on the pod. I'm excited as yeah. well. Yeah. Welcome to the pod. Thank I you. know. Pod. This is fun. Have you listened to before? It's okay if the answer is no. Oh, yeah, but no. you've listened to the actual episode? Yeah, more so last year. Okay. Well, we started a bit late this year, mm. but we've been pretty consistent every week since we started. So, yep. And then I did send you guys the links. Yes. I know you guys listen. Paige listens every week, so you just have to get on her level. <laughs> I have a <Yeah>. fan. <laughs> um, so tell me, we got this week. Uh, what do we want? Let's talk about last weekend first. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Big first weekend. Ivy League back to back last weekend, uh, Harvard and Dartmouth. Mm-hmm. Uh, Harvard Friday night. Lions had an 82-70 victory on Friday night against Harvard in what was like a pretty competitive game. Uh, big third quarter by the Lions after they were tied at halftime, came out, outscored Harvard by 10 in the third quarter and uh, had a really solid second half on their way to a 12-point victory. It was also Pride Night, so mm-hmm. we're going to go back to that. And then Saturday, the back, the first back-to-back of the year, as we talked about, Barner Night against Dartmouth. Uh, a little bit of a pesky Dartmouth team there in the mm-hmm. first half, but I feel like, you know, there's no easy games in the Ivy League. Uh, but he, well, I mean, again, the third quarter, you guys have been rocking it in the third quarter, mm-hmm. 21 to five third quarter for Columbia to really create a lot of separation led by as many as 30 points early in the fourth quarter, uh, final score, 19 points, but it wasn't even that close. Uh, so back on a winning streak, three game winning streak page. We'll start with you. How are we feeling after a couple of victories last weekend and first back to back? I mean, we feel good. It was just exciting to keep the winning streak rolling. And, I mean, we love playing at home. And I think Saturday or the Harvard game on Friday was probably, like, the most packed we've packed house we've had all season, which is really exciting. Um, we love it when our fans show out. So we're just happy to play at home and happy to keep the winning going. But, obviously, growth. Always growth. Growth. Too. And uh, Pride Night always brings out such a huge crowd. I feel like, Aaliyah, uh, I believe we announced, there it is, 2,123 in attendance wow. for Pride Night. Over 2,000 here at Levy and Gymnasium. Capacity, 2,700 in case you're interested. Um, but a lot of students turned out, mm-hmm. which we knew they would for Pride Night. It always brings in a lot of student groups mm-hmm. on Columbia's campus. Uh, 
So it, it definitely got really loud against Harvard there because it was a little yeah. close there in the fourth quarter. And there were some big moments mm-hmm. uh, that, you know, that really got the energy and the fans into it. And then Saturday against Dartmouth, Barnard College night. The new Barnard College president, Laura Rosenberry, was in attendance. Uh, she threw out some T-shirts. I don't know if you guys <laughs> saw that during the game. The president of Barnard oh. College, I think at the end of the first quarter, came mm-hmm. out. Uh, you got it on the... yeah. yeah. She she's just a big sports fan is what I've gathered. I've seen her at football and now basketball and she gets into it. So That's she was awesome. yeah, she was um with like the other Barnard students just yeah. throwing t-shirts to the fans. So it was a lot of fun. Aww. Yep. Uh President Rosenberry in her first year as president of Barnard College and then she joined uh she joined our broadcast for a little halftime with Lance Meadow which we just yeah. posted online. So if you missed uh President Rosenberry's uh interview at halftime with Lance Meadow, you can check that out on all the women's basketball social media channels. Uh, but Susie, talk to us about the Dartmouth victory. I mean, I, I, you as a sophomore haven't done a lot of back-to-backs, right? So talk to us about like the recovery, like after you win Harvard Friday night. Like, how long do you even get to celebrate that for? <laughs> uh, probably like the time in the locker room. Then it's even just within the locker room, straight on to the next thing. So I think like the biggest thing about back-to-back weekend is just like keeping it rolling, like Paige said. Like one win, yeah, that was nice against Harvard as well, who are good competitors, but then it's straight on to the next thing and then being focused on that next game. Like any laps, especially in a back-to-back weekend, could be detrimental, Detrimental, but luckily we're able to lock in. Yeah. yeah. And Susie, I do want to bring you up here a little bit. Have made your way into the starting five for the Lions the last few games. That's our girl. Hey, <laughs> big Suze uh, into the starting five. Uh, tell us, uh, you know, what do you feel like for you has been the biggest transition in your game from your freshman year to your sophomore year on the basketball floor? Um, the biggest transition, I would say, is just, like, understanding, like, this team and how it works and the system a bit more. Like, when I came in last year, it was a lot to learn, and mm-hmm. we didn't really stop because it was just the two of us, me and Perry, joining in. So it was just more like learning as, you go, as you're going. But then over the summer and then this year, I guess we, like, slowed down a bit more, so it was easier to, like, understand and take in each part and just really get to understand the system and, like, what we're trying to achieve. So I feel like that was my biggest thing. And I always like to ask the other person on the podcast when we ask about growth, this is always good. Mm. Uh, Sketty, what have you seen out of Susie? Because I feel like it's, like, good to get her perspective, but what's your perspective on what you've seen out of Susie from from freshman year baby Susie to now? Um, I mean, I think Susie hit it on the nail. Like, I definitely see, like, a lot more confidence in you as you've like understood our program and our game plan more and like you always have been so good but now that you're confident and knowing what we're trying to do you can really use your skills to help us do that so like you said I think it's just once you understood everything it's like you've just unlocked a whole new aspect of your game and I know there's so much more still there so we're only going to see growth from this one I like it yeah I was going to say confidence too it's it's like really exciting to watch your confidence out there and just you, you know you you're such a threat to um people that are scouting because you know there's a lot of guards on the team but I feel like you could do it all but you're really yeah. dominant down low and um it's just another threat that that the team can add that's right Suze thanks guys yeah. <laughs> her up. Suze, well, we want see? her to come back yeah, we want her to yeah, be a three-time yeah. guest like I know. We it's, her, it's her podcast debut so we can't <laughs> yeah. grill her yet yeah, <laughs> We want her to come back. We want her to come back. Yeah. Uh, now let's transition to this weekend. Uh, single, thank goodness, yep. uh, home game against Brown. Uh, Brown, Sketty, uh, making a bit of a jump, I think, this year. If you mm-hmm. look at what they did in the non-conference season and you look at uh, what they've done so far in the Ivy League season, 
You know what it feels like to me, Ilya? It feels like Brown is almost at the point, and I guess this is probably before Sketty got here, where this program was in like 2019, 20. It's like mm-hmm. all of a sudden, 18, 19, 19, 20, all of a sudden you were like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Like you could see, like you see the you could potential. See it happening. Yeah. You could see, see it, it happening. Clicking. But Brown, I believe, had two big East wins in the non conference season. They beat Providence wow. and Georgetown, making a big jump this year. Um, Definitely not the same Brown team we've seen mm-hmm. over the last couple of years. So uh, what have you guys been uh, focusing on? I know right now at the recording of this podcast, it's a little bit early in the week. Uh, but, you know, what stands out to you so far about Brown and what you've seen in your early scouting of the team? Yeah, I mean, I think to your point, like, they've definitely, they're the team I feel like that's gotten improved the most since I've been here. And every year that it get, they give us a little bit of a better game. Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing with them is, like, they're just going to be quick. They snap into things really quick. Um, so it's just like keeping them in front and just, it's going to, I think it's going to be a fast paced game, which is exciting. So we like to play fast. Um, it usually is against Brown. Yeah. Now I don't know if it's the same Brown team. I know they're new coaches. I think they've been there two years and she's changed it a little bit, a little more focused on defense, mm-hmm. but usually against Brown, it's like up and down, up and down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, which is exciting. I mean, we love to play that way. I'd rather play that than just like slow in the half court. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, and to run through the Ivy League standings real quick, obviously Princeton seven and zero, Columbia six and one. You know what's really funny about this week is that all eight teams are separated by one game and nobody's tied. Seven and zero, six and one, five and two is Harvard. Four and three is Brown. Three and four Penn. Two and five Yale. One and six Cornell. Hmm. Oh and seven Dartmouth. That's in, that's yeah. crazy. It's, how it that is. Works. I don't, yeah. yeah. What are the odds? Yeah, because usually it's like there's at least someone tied yeah. for something. Yeah, yeah. So. yeah. But Brown, uh, I think. I think a lot of people uh, that are looking at the Ivy League standings think that Brown and Penn are really going to duke it out for that number four spot mm-hmm. uh, in the Ivy League tournament, which is going to be hosted right behind us this year, as yes. we like to mention yep. on every podcast, which we are super excited about. Mm-hmm. I mean, the crowds for the I, I know we can get into this at a different time, <laughs> but I just feel like the crowds for the Ivy League tournament are just going to be wild. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's going to be taken to it. It's going to be standing room only. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it'll be fun for sure. Uh, but getting back to Brown for a little bit, Susie, um, you know, what if, what if uh, maybe you noticed? And again, we're recording early in the week, but anything you've kind of stood out to you about Brown so far that without giving away any state secrets about what the game plan is on <laughs> Friday night? <laughs> yeah. Um, similar to what Paige said, like today we didn't really go in like personnel based, but more so what they like to do as a team. So like we've said, like their guards are like their key and they keep moving they like to get into their sets do what they do best as well so like the key will just be like stopping that and limiting what they do as well nice and brown coming off two losses so you know they're going to be hungry for a win last mm-hmm. weekend at princeton uh, i think they had the back-to-back last weekend penn and princeton i oh. believe mm-hmm. yeah because we had a back-to-back so they would have as well uh, only a 13 point loss at princeton so wow. i mean solid game 76 yeah. 63 mm-hmm. uh lost to penn the night before but Again, I think they've shown uh, they're a much improved team this year and definitely a threat. Mm-hmm. But let's also talk about the fact that Friday night is our annual Play for K game oh, against I Brown. Him. Yes, yes. I will be debuting. Ooh, <laughs> I probably shouldn't put this out there. <laughs> but I'm going to say it anyway. <laughs> um, I was in a wedding over the summer and um, this is like one of my best friends, obviously, because I've. And uh, we had pink pants as the groomsmen. Oh, so wow. I have held on to those pink pants. For this game. For this game. It's exciting. Every year. You're going to be the most like dressed up one there. I really am. Yeah. I really am. I hope the pink pants match whatever the warm-up shirt is that we're wearing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Or you that, could just wear like a million different shades of pink. And that's true. Yeah. Look like then Valentine's Day threw up on you. <laughs> <laughs> I could. I could. And it is almost Valentine's Day. Yeah. Speak of the devil. It's fitting. Um, 
but yeah, play for K game uh, are you know benefiting the KL Cancer Fund this Friday night. I believe there is a link that will be on the Go Columbia or the women's basketball social media pages to uh, promote the annual play for K game. Uh, the thing I, I like about play for K though is you see it across all college basketball yes. and everything. So yeah. what does it feel like to be able to be part of something larger than this campus and part of like the whole NCAA community? Um, I mean, it's awesome. I mean, just to your point, like we were watching Game in the Lounge last night together and they were doing a whole like halftime recognition, like play mm. for K ceremony thing. And it's just cool because it's like something that the whole like college basketball community comes together for. Mm -hmm. um, like you said, it's just it's something bigger than us. And it's it's just always good to see the whole community come together. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, and I would say even though it's just like one day or one game, like just raising awareness can do so much more and spread it beyond right. that one day, which mm -hmm. I think is great. Yeah, which is definitely a theme that your guys' team has had for a long time, whether that's in the community here, the the Pride Night, or, or the different initiatives you guys do each season. So it's really, really special to see it all come together. Mm -hmm. And again, that's this Friday night at 7 p.m. against Brown. And the reason the game is this Friday night, Aaliyah, Instead of Saturday is because we're hosting the Ivy League fencing championships wow, on yes. Saturday and Sunday. It's so exciting. It is. Ex I mean, a lot of a lot of Ivy League championships at Columbia yeah. this year. <laughs> a lot. We got the fencing championship. We got the ITA tennis regional indoor wow. tennis re That's national championships. Weekend, right? That's next, next the weekend. next weekend. Okay. Yeah, we're going to be on the road at Harvard Dartmouth. Okay. I know we have not been on the road very often this mm -hmm. year. And I then like all it. of all of this. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> and then all of the sudden, uh, after this Friday night, we're going to play play five of our last six Ivy League games on the road at Harvard Dartmouth, come back for senior night against Princeton. Mm -hmm. That's going to be a huge game. Like in terms of crowd energy, I mean, that's going to be standing room only. And then uh, the last three on the road at Brown, Yale, back to back, and then at Cornell in mm -hmm. Ithaca on March 9th before coming back here for the Ivy League tournament. So it'll be fun. Yeah, very it'll be fun. fun. And speaking of fun, <laughs> let's make the transition, Aaliyah. Okay. Yeah, welcome. What do we got? I heard you have quite a segment today. <laughs> Me? This is, okay. No, nope, this start is all with, your should idea. Should we start with, um, okay, so um, everyone knows and loves Amanda Goodwin from yes. Ticketing, is it Ticketing yeah, Office? The Ticketing Office. Why don't, wait, yeah, there's a there's a connection here yeah, that we so, have to talk about. Yes, we, I was, I, yeah. Um, let's talk about the Ticket Office first. Yes. Because so, I don't know if anybody knows, but we do have a representative of yes, the Ticket Office. Yes, you're following in Caitlin Davis's <laughs> footsteps and, and working in the Ticketing Office. So what's that been like, being able to see the behind the scenes of what goes into your games? It's been interesting. Like, I didn't know so much went into it. Like, when she explained stuff and I asked stupid questions, <laughs> she's like... She's like, what do you think I do? <laughs> but like, yeah, there's so much that goes on behind the scenes and so much that we as a team are grateful for, like to her and her staff getting things done for us and getting stuff ready for our games. Like mm -hmm. we don't even think about that side of it. So to see it has been really cool. Yeah. Well, Amanda, big, um, very close to the women's basketball program. She also is very popular because she keeps um, snacks and candy in her office. And this was her idea. So if, okay. um, you know, if you, if you have an issue, it was her idea. But first, I need you guys to pick a number. You two, Kyle. Okay. One to ten. Paige, what you first. One to ten. Yeah, just just wait. Okay. Uh, seven. Seven. Damn, that's my number. What, what were you gonna say? <laughs> um, I'll go four. Four. That was my number. Kyle, what, what about you? Nine. Nine. I'll be two. And then I'm gonna ask, Hey Siri, pick a number between one and ten. Okay, so technically, I, Suze and I were the closest, so we get to choose a flavor first. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right, I'm going to explain what you put on yeah. the table. You put four different color oh, warheads and on then the you table. You get to choose next. 
And we're all going to choose a different color here. Sometimes these aren't that bad. Got yellow. Okay, so Amanda, because okay. here's the backstory. Kyle is like, oh my gosh, it's been forever since I had a warhead. It's like been about 15 years. Yeah, like he's like, watch me react to this. And then Amanda's like, this would be good on the podcast. Like, so you, you can make blame Suze Amanda. You can blame Amanda. <laughs> so well, I know you know these because I know that's the least sour flavor that you pick. <laughs> I just guessed because I knew it wasn't going to be yellow. So I'm like, okay. Yeah, what's that, lemon? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, I don't even know so why I recorded all the, the three. I don't even need it. <laughs> what's the rules of the... All right. This? So I think what the, what, what the rule is that we all have to... Oh my God. This looks like it's been in here for 20 years. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> um, we all have to eat the warhead at the same time and just suck on the warhead. And Not nobody's allowed to react. Okay, so whoever like you have to like put the warhead. You can't make a face on your tongue. No faces, okay. no squirmings, <laughs> and then and then the first person who's out, they're the ref. They're the judge for the rest of the round. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna fail this, so I'm probably gonna be the judge. Okay. Okay. Ready? I'm scared. Wait. You're scared. All right. Are we ready? Mm. Yep. Three. Yeah. Everybody. Uh. <laughs> two. <laughs> One. Hmm. <laughs> this is so. <laughs> oh, okay, I'm out. Let's just see who. Ooh. Let's see who wins between Susie and Scotty. They have You're their game faces well. on. I feel like I'm getting over right now. Was it that quick? Yeah, I'm good now. Really? I had one the other day where I was like actually like stressing out. I was like, oh, what is this? But if you bite them, the sweetness kind of comes out in the middle. Oh. Mm. Well, now we all have warheads, at least. We don't. I Actually, it wasn't even that bad. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. I was worried. I thought it was going to be way worse. But didn't you got make, out first. I did, because I still had to make that face. I don't know, because like I like I tried one last week, and it was so sour. And I'm like, Amanda, why do you have these in your office? And then I haven't touched it since. Don't they make mm -hmm. ones that are like more sour than regular warheads? Probably. Maybe. I like sour candy, though. I don't. Like, I'm no. not, like, I would never just, like, pick sour candy at the store. Yeah. So. I mean, I like, like, sour gummy worms. Like, oh, yeah. I don't think I'd ever, like, pick these up. But, like, mm. sour gummy worms. Mm -hmm. It's my well, Speaking favorite. of candies, I always <laughs> like to ask this question. I actually used to work for a basketball program where after the game, we would have snack time if we won. <laughs> Gosh. So, and when we were on the road, not not when we were home. Mm -hmm. But if you like, say we win on the road and we went to a gas station, what's mm -hmm. your? Let's start with Susie. Oh, what's gas your, what's your go-to like gas station, like candy or your gas station like order? Mm. Well, sometimes after we win first, we stop for ice cream. So that's I do true. like that. That's true. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's I love true. Good ice cream. So, but gas station. Yeah, probably some like gummy sweets like Haribo's, like gummy bears. Oh yeah, yeah, gummy bears, twin snakes, chocolate. We Sutai. we went to the movie theater uh, when we were in California. Oh, yeah. That was the mm. first time again I've been to a movie theater since uh, it's been pre-COVID. Wow, I have not been to a movie theater in a really long time. Shout out Jaden Cooper, working hard. <laughs> um, and what did you get? What was your candy at the movie theater? Did you get the money or the gummy bears? I'm speaking of money bears, the reason I ask is because they didn't have money bears when I was a kid. Oh, I money never... bears was my they're chocolate covered gummy bears. Oh, oh, I don't know if I'd like interesting. <laughs> but um, yeah, that was also my first time at the cinema here. Um, I think I got Sour Patch Kids, which I also it's really a good like. One. Yeah. Mm. So you like the sour candies? Mm. Oh, I guess yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sour gummies, I feel like yeah. are better. Yeah. Scotty, what did you get at the movie theater? Mm -hmm. Um. 
I I know I had it got a slushy and popcorn. Yes, so did I. And maybe M and M's. I didn't get the M and M's. But did you go mix slushy or did you go single mix, flavor? Mix. You have, you have to. to go mix. Yeah. Yeah. Aaliyah, last time you went to a movie theater, what did you get? I got the Eras Tour popcorn bucket and cup so I could keep it for Taylor Swift. <laughs> was it when you were in Kansas? Ooh. No, this was like a few, like this was when they had their photo shoot in Times Square. Like later that night, mm. I met up with my friend um, and we saw the Taylor Swift movie and I got um, the cup. So wow. that's what I got. But if I had to choose, I do like, I'm not a huge popcorn person. I, I do like either sours or like, um, like peanut butter M&M's or something like that. That's my oh, go-to. peanut butter M&M's. Mm-hmm. Oh. The best M&M's, they have these. I had them at Morgan Williams, <laughs> which is like the convenience store on campus. Um, they have like cookies in the middle. It's Interesting. Like, yeah, okay. it's like a light blue bag. And it's, I don't okay. know. It's I haven't like, seen those they're ones. They're really good. I've seen the pretzel ones. Yeah. They come out with a lot. They have a lot of different have, commercials yeah. all the yeah. time. I mean, classic M&M's, like as in... Like the classic different M M&M, and M, the peanut M M&M. and M. Mm-hmm. I'm not a fan of the peanut ones. I yeah. like peanut butter. I like the mini M and M's. Oh okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like mini M and M's too. They they taste different than regular M and M's. They do like the ones that come in like the little tube. Yeah. <laughs> little like fun size. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Tube. Um, Coach A B when we were at the movie theater really brought back something that threw me back into my childhood, which was the snow caps. Oh. Oh, snow oh. caps. Yeah, you got, I don't think you grew up with snow caps. Mm-hmm. They weren't. Yeah, for us Mm-mm. growing up, I don't know. Coach A B and I are probably around the same age. Growing up in the 90s, snow caps at the movie theater. They're just like these little, they look like chocolate chips, but they have like all these little white, I don't know, little round crunchy yeah, I've things all over them. I've tried them before, but I didn't know they were popular. That popular. I don't think they're popular with the Gen Z folk mm-hmm. as yourself. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they're as popular with you guys. Mm-hmm. It's more of a 90s thing. Sorry, everybody. People listening to this podcast will understand. They'll, they'll appreciate yeah. it. They will. They will. Our demographic. They will. Aaliyah? Yes. Got anything else you want to ask the ladies about? Yeah. Okay. So <clears throat> whenever we have uh, Skeddy on, we always like to talk about this with you. Oh my God. I forgot about this. Yes. Because you have such a unique um, nickname yeah. and it's so easy. Like when we post about you, we can put the little spaghetti emoji. So we're going to go over with you guys. What emojis you think belong to your other teammates? Like yeah. obviously Abby's a shoe. Yeah. But like mm-hmm. what so emojis? I'm going to would... write these all down because maybe I'll institute them this weekend. Yeah. So uh, well, or if you have like fun nicknames or backstories, like oh, that's okay. Yeah. No, I really want to do the emojis first. <laughs> emojis. <laughs> because I really, I really. Well, some of them make... derive from the nicknames, such yeah. as well, um, Susie, Suze. I mean, what's your? I always use like sometimes. I know you guys don't really go on Twitter that often, but on Instagram, I will use the stickers and the emojis yeah. as well. Normally, I just hit you up with like the Great Britain flag. Mm. Uh, but what? What's your emoji though? I don't know. I feel like you guys mm. do a pretty good job with the emojis, actually. Like, I feel like I'd be thinking a similar thing. What sure about yeah, What do you think? Suze. What do you think? Yeah. On the Instagram stories, I've been using the one with like, um, for her, it seems like a lot of her plays, like with the smoke blowing out of like the mouth, like the tough emoji. Oh, I like yeah. that. Like, I like that one, yeah. especially like when you get in the zone and you're just like super tough. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> like that's a side we don't see when you're not on the court. So I think yeah. it's a fun it's one. It's a side that's come out since she changed her hair. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Scotty was just saying that this morning. <laughs> yeah, I was actually. She went from like, hey, I'm Suze, to like, I'm going to kick your ass. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Big Suze. Big Suze. That's what it feels like. Big Suze. 
Um, all right, let's let's go down the roster. Let's start at number zero, which is Suze. And then let's go to PP. Oh, she's a pair. Yeah. A pair. Yeah. A pair. Oh, pair. Really? yeah. I always forget about that. Yeah, yeah. she's you the pair emoji. Pair. Ava. Mm-hmm. What's Ava's emoji? Mm. Her Instagram's a little Dracula. Oh. Yeah. Little, yeah. Like, it should be like Dracula. Is there a Dracula emoji? Is there yeah. like a yeah, vampire? Yeah. I see that. Oh, that's love a, this. That's a good one, oh, my God. That's amazing. Well, a, a funny backstory about that one. I mean, I love Ava's vibe because, like, I also like the kind of alternative music and mm-hmm. just stuff like that. Um, and one of the students at the kids game drew her as the corpse bride from Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh my god! And she loved it, but she goes, "Why does everyone think I'm emo?" <laughs> but like, um, does she not know? Yeah, I know. I'm like, oh. I mean, but so I think the Dracula thing by her her Instagram name is super cute. It's oh, very on brand. I'm going with that. The rest oh of the yeah, year. rest of the year. And plus, I'm going to have all these road games where we don't have, like, you and Grace, the Mm -hmm. amazing, like, baseline people. Yeah. So then I wind up putting, like, the broadcast highlights. And then Mm -hmm. I'm going to use all of these. It's going to be amazing. (laughs) Oh, yeah. All right. CC, triple C. The bus. The bus. The bus. Really? The bus. All right. Wow. That was, like, unanimous right there. That was a meet, like, a school bus or, like, just any kind of bus? A school bus. A yellow school bus. Why should, yeah, why? (laughs) She's just. Many different interpretations. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. We'll leave it up to the, the crowd to All right. determine that one. All right. First, I'm going to say mine for Fliss, and you're going to tell me if this is correct or okay. not. But, like, would a kangaroo be appropriate or no? Just because she's from Australia or no? No. You guys mm. are both giving me terrible faces. I like, we call her, like, there's a lot of stuff about, like, Swiss for her. Mm. Like, Swiss mm. Army Knife, Swiss oh. Flag. So, like, we do, like, Swiss. Like, a, she yeah. just, okay. Should I use, like, a Swiss cheese? Or like, definitely not a knife. I can't use a knife. You can't use a knife. Yeah, there's got to be something different. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, you could do a kangaroo. That's fine. Her and too. Kitty can do like the well, twin. Kitty's emojis. a cat. Kitty's mm-hmm. yeah. Well, her and Kitty, I've used like the sister twin thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Swiss. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's kind of like she's. You're saying like she's, she's like multifunctional. Yeah, yeah, multifaceted. Yeah. Maybe we'll come back to her. Okay. Maybe we'll come back to her. Kitty is the cat. That doesn't change. Mm-hmm. Been using that for years. All right, let's go Nikki. Ooh. Ooh. Nikki. No, really, though. Seriously. A croc. To that point. A Wait, croc? is there even a croc emoji? I don't know. She loves crocs. <laughs> I could use the crocodile or the alligator emoji. Mm-hmm. For Nikki, before, I've used the brick wall because she takes so many charges. <laughs> That's a good one. I like that. Okay. So we could potentially go brick wall. She's just like a, she is just like a brick. I think we used to go with the brain emoji. Oh, mm-hmm. oh that works too. Okay. Yeah. So the brick wall with the brain. Okay. Handshake emoji a lot because of all of her. Oh, handshakes. she is the handshaker. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. I feel like she's been like shooting a lot like recently as well. Yeah. So maybe something to do with that as well. A little dagger like, yeah. dart thing. The is there a dart? Like yeah. the bullseye. Well, the bullseye I think is somebody else. Oh okay. Oh yeah. <laughs> I think we got to save. Okay. I just choked on my warhead. Uh, <laughs> um, Hopti. Oh, hop. Good old hop. Like a rabbit? Like little bunny? Like she's hopping around? Yeah. 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 Okay. I like that. Hop. Hop rabbit. Yeah. Like like hopping. <laughs> I'm writing it for myself because I'm going to go back and look at me like, why did we choose a rabbit <laughs> yeah. for Hopti? All right. See, Riley. I feel like Riley's got to oh. be. She's got to be the target. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Riley can be a bullseye. Yeah. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. I brought this up with her on, she was actually our first ever episode and she loved it. She wants to come back on here. Um, but I saw a video of her that went viral of um, having two girls guard her at all times in high school. 
Like she was getting double teamed, like even yeah. like at half court because right. of how good of a shooter she is. I yeah. mean, the girl averaged like what was it, forty a game? Yeah, in high game school, at one yeah. point it was in crazy. Long Island High School. Yeah. She was like, I wasn't. She's like, I was playing in a league I shouldn't have been playing. Yeah, in. but, but yeah, still, no, that's an appropriate yeah, I mean, emoji for her. Yeah, though. yeah, yeah, yeah. M. Ooh. Okay, another. I'm just observant because I'm the one that has to tag them all and everything at okay. all times. Um, her Instagram has a little otter. Which I would love to know oh, the really? backstory mm. about. about she it. does yeah. really. I'm gonna I look mean, that up my right now. Was palm trees I know she because like Florida. Yeah, she's saying something like yeah, palm trees, Miami vibe. Mm. She does. She gives off. She's very. very yeah, she has a little like otter by her name on Instagram. Mm. Mm. Is there an there's so there's an otter emoji? Is what you're telling me? Yeah, I'll have to ask her about. Oh, that. okay. I'm gonna go palm tree and otter, <laughs> and we're gonna come back. We're you know maybe I'll ask her. Yeah, like, yeah. Hey, yeah. M, palm tree or otter. <laughs> She's gonna say otter if it's in her Instagram bio, and then we need to just know why. Then we we do we hundred percent need to know why. Sketty is the, uh, <laughs> I mean the greatest emoji pairing alive. <laughs> uh, Abby is the shoe, yeah. and then Blau Blau Blau. Oh, is there like a bull emoji? Bull emoji? Oh, oh yeah, a yeah. Like Tor, like what's it Toro? Like Toro Tor? Yeah. Because, like, Blau Tor is her last name. Yeah, Tor. I think Tor does. Oh, like, Tor the bowl. Well. Like, yeah, oh. yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah there's there definitely is a bowl. Yeah, because yeah. my high school mascot were the Mavericks, so we had a, a bowl. The emoji. bowl emoji is not as good as you'd think it is. Like, it's not its face, it's like the whole bowl. Like, I wish it was just like a face. Yeah, with, like, yeah the horns. But instead, it's, it looks like a cow. <laughs> Great. <laughs> I know, which Blau's going to be like, what? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, maybe like put a red flag next to it too like, uh, so she'll be like oh how many red flags do I have no my god. <laughs> <laughs> my god she's just a walking red flag there you go then, I mean, I, then it's uh, the red like the, the only red flag they have is like the oh, I guess this makes sense it's like the triangular one mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. makes sense though it still makes sense yeah like blau tour okay okay Okay. Well, now we have them all. Yeah. Wow. What's Solid. your favorite? What's your favorite, Aaliyah, in terms of pairing players with emojis? I mean, Sketty is a good one, but we'll we'll leave her out. That that's just perfect. Um. I mean, Abby Shoe. It's like yeah. so. It. I like Abby's because it helps people pronounce her last name. That's no, true. You know, just, like, yeah. and even how you know talked about she is. There's still people that like don't pronounce it right, and I'm like, no, like Shoe. So like, it's um, it's. Very helpful. Yes. How do other people say it? Like what? Sue. Sue. People, people Sue. that yeah, they, people that don't ask mm -hmm. her and look at her for the first time, they'll be like Abby Sue, and I'm yeah. like, no, oh my God. <laughs> well, that doesn't even suit her. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, <Abby> no. <laughs> it sounds Not like a little all. old lady. Yeah. I know a lot of old ladies with like middle names Sue, like mm. two names, like in Kansas, they'll be like Mary Sue oh, or yeah. like stuff like that. Actually, did we decide on anything besides a kangaroo for Fliss? Mm. Kind of scrolling through them all yeah, right they, now. Yeah, because we can't use a knife. So. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Oh, and Abby also has the salute emoji. Oh yes, because oh, yes. of her forehead. Yeah. Oh yes. I you know what's so funny is when we talked to them. Was we we asked her when she was on the pododcast, right? I like, was so. there anything more to that? Like, oh, why, yeah. why do you, why do you tap your forehead? Like, what's with the salute? And she's like, and oh, Nikki was like, it's just because she has a big forehead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh okay. Hmm. There's so many emojis. To me. I don't know. I'd have to think. Oh, there is like a two swords, the swords crossing emoji. Would anybody be that? Ooh, like Fliss. the cross sword. There we go. Fliss, Fliss is the yeah, cross. Oh, yeah. like oh, bang! There you go. Guys, we Good did job. it. Good job. Oh. Woo! Wow. 
That's yeah. That can, feels right. Because the cross swords is like mm -hmm. that that goes with everything. And yeah. then we're, then yeah. Fliss is and, gonna be like, why is this? And we won't get in trouble next for my name. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I like that. Exactly. All right. Well, Paige. Susie, we told you this would be fun. Thanks for coming on, right? It's like a nice, relaxing time. Yeah, just right. Come back anytime. You know what we're going to do? Susie's like, I'm good, thanks. I think Susie's favorite part about working in the ticket office has been all the times I come in there and bother her. She gets to see how popular Amanda really is. Like, I feel like they can't ever get work done because everyone's always... And her office feels like therapy, like little lounge because she has like a nice chair and she's just like so easy to talk to. So I'm just like... And Susie's heard some of my like stuff i'll just come in and i'll be like you guys won't believe the day i just had <laughs> oh jeez. so it's uh definitely a comfy place you know it's how fun? i get my Is outside that... updates too like <laughs> the train's not working yeah. <laughs> you have all the intel then you go back to the team you're like yeah no the train's not working <laughs> i know everything exactly what i did, what i always forget is that Susan's only a sophomore mm -hmm. so yeah. she's yeah. gonna be in the ticket office for three more years that's exciting selling tickets Indeed. how many yep. tickets do you think you've sold <laughs> mm. too many yeah too many to count <laughs> too many to count do you also put together the media credentials or is that only riff i think only riff does that because i think they do it on game days it's like yeah mm -hmm. not okay. my forte <laughs> not your forte mm. have you been on the phone with a customer and sold the ticket no uh. i've done like online stuff like emailing tickets kind of stuff okay mm. nice but yeah nice. as far as i get does this have anything to do with what you want to do in your life career after basketball? Mm, most likely not, but I feel like just like using like different softwares and stuff, just like transferable skills. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's true. I love it. Well, I guess before we let them go, since Sketty is a senior. Oh, yeah. Sketty. We just had alumni weekend also was last weekend too. We did. And I, I was actually setting up the gym when they, uh, right after the alumni game, I was mm -hmm. like going around there like a chicken with my head cut off probably. <laughs> And uh, they were all talking about their, like, all the alums were going around a circle, like, introducing themselves to the players and what they do. And, yeah, you know, that was nice. Um, so, like, did you get, I don't know, like, do you know what you want to do after graduation? And uh, maybe, you know, let us know. Yeah. So I actually have a job lined up in New York. So Bang. I'll be in New York next year. That's yes. exciting. Yeah. We'll be a big finance woman. Wow. Yes. Girl. Yeah. So that's exciting. Good things to look forward Congratulations. to. Congratulations. Nice. It's been cool getting to see, like, um, some of the alums that just graduated, like Lillian Kennedy working at Google. Like it's, I'm so happy for her. And like, um, it's just like big, big things you could do when you go to school in the city. Absolutely. Yeah. When you go to school in Columbia, yeah. Ivy League school in New York City. Mm -hmm. Hashtag only here, Leo. Oh yeah. Only, only here. here. <laughs> <laughs> I love that hashtag because you can use it so many different ways. Oh and yeah. I think you can use it does. ironically, unironically. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. yeah. I feel like everybody does. That's, a good oh, one. Yeah. That's what makes a great branding hashtag. Oh yeah. For exactly. Sure. For sure. All right, we will let Paige and Susie go now. So thank you for joining us. Thank you. Uh, yes. Game, as we said, this Friday night against Brown at yep. 7 p.m. You can catch Susie Raffu, Paige Lauder, and the entire Columbia women's basketball team. It should be a good one. Should be a good crowd. Yet again, yep. you guys always draw really good crowds. Yep. Um, we're looking forward to it. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Well, that's going to wrap it up here, Aaliyah. Another episode of the Morningside Hoops podcast and now we can safely say we have a list of correct emojis for the yes. women's basketball program thankfully we should do it with the men's basketball That's what program I was just the thinking next time too. they're on because like i feel like they don't have as many um obvious ones that, yeah. that the women's side have so yeah. i'd be interested in hearing what they have to say i think i think we're gonna do that yeah for next sure. time next time next week it's good intel 
<laughs> next week. So we got we to gotta tease the audience and make sure everybody has something fun to look forward to next oh, week. Oh, yeah. Um, but let's go over the games one more time for our podcast listening audience. The women will be home uh, 15 and 5 right now, 6 and 1 in the Ivy League. Uh, one game out of first place. Uh, got some business to take care of, though, this weekend, Friday night against Brown before they hit the road next weekend. This weekend's game, ESPN Plus, right here, Schiller Court, Levian Gymnasium, 7 p.m. And the men's basketball program will be playing on Saturday, so you don't mm-hmm. have to try and watch two games at once this weekend, Aaliyah. Uh, the men's basketball team on Saturday at 12 p.m., a bit of an early tip at Brown in Providence. You can catch that game on ESPN Plus as well. Awesome. So for Aaliyah Funshow, I'm Kyle Matrician. This is the Morningside Hoops podcast. You can listen to this podcast and all of our Columbia Athletics podcasts on all of the major podcast listening platforms. That's Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts. Wherever you can listen to a podcast, we will be there. Just search Columbia Athletics and Morningside Hoops to find to find this goodie. Oh, yeah. All right, awesome. Aaliyah. What a good episode. <laughs> Sorry. You got to give me something. Oh, That's I, all right. I it's wasted right. it all on the intro. <laughs>